Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Experiment of Scott. This is Scott Setter coming back to you. And I'm following up from a first episode that I recorded out of the blue, out of nowhere. And I actually started thinking about it and um, sent it out to some people, sent it out to some places and got some feedback of, you know, what's your backstory? What do you, what do, you do? What do you, you know, what are you about? You know, why are you doing this? And, you know, I think I, I jumped into it a little bit yesterday, but I want to dive in a little more today. So, um, to give you some background, um, who I am, you know, I'm my, my business partner and I started a company about 15 years ago, a food company. Um, uh, before that we worked together selling fitness programs, um, which I'd never even heard of before until starting there. Um, he got let go because he was not a salesman by any means. And it turns out that he's probably one of the best sales guys that I know. And I'll get into that in a minute. I stayed on with the company a little bit longer, about another six months. And, um, you know, Ryan came back to me and he's like, hey, man, you know, let's start a food company. And I'm like, great. What is that? Like selling hot dogs out of a truck? And he's like, no, man, we're going to sell like food, uh, like to to other companies and stuff. And I'm like, we have to buy a store or what, what do we, because you know, one of us had any money. I had a family, but, um, you know, we weren't making any like big money or anything. And he goes, no, you know, we're, we're, we're you know, I've been doing this work and I think I figured out the system and everything and, and we're just going to make a lot of money. Well, that's exciting because I have kids and I have a family and, you know, I want to support my wife and my family and um, sounds like a good idea. And we're young and stupid. So, we, of course, we jump in without knowing any better. And, you know, once we jump in, I'm like, all right, what are we doing? Well, meet over at my mom's house and, you know, we've got a little area in her basement and we're going to, you know, start our company. So, we started this company called Marketplace Foods. And and when we started off, you know, he had everything down. I had no idea what I was jumping into. Um, had to borrow some money. Um, you know, from my, uh, my father-in-law and, uh, to start it. And we, we also borrowed some money against, uh, some people that I'd done some work with. Um, they agreed to give us a loan. Um, not much, you know, we're talking like 10 grand or whatever. Um, and that really was to support me, uh, to get this business going. Our capital, which was completely stupid. Our capital, um, was a credit card that his mom and I co-signed together. Um, so we had a card, it was about $2,500. And we had a phone book and we had a phone and we would basically call companies, um, end up being like uh, prisons and we would try and sell food to them and not knowing the industry and not being in the industry. My first sale was actually a truckload of ground beef and it was awesome. I, I mean, I fell on top of the world because I had never considered myself still don't really a salesperson. And, you know, it, it was kind of shaky for me to, you know, cold call people, but I did it and, and, and sold this guy a truckload of ground beef. And I was like, I am on fire. We're high five. And we're like, great. We got a deal. We got a deal. And, um, he starts running the numbers, how much money we're going to make. He's like, you know, we're, we're, we're losing money. You got to go back and ask for, for more money. And I'm like, how do you go back to a sale after you've sold it and ask for more money? I can't do that. I was, I was literally crapping bricks in my pants. I couldn't do this. He's like, you got to do it, dude. So I call back. I, I call the guy back. I'm like, Hey, look, man, I made a mistake. You know, can I get five more cents a pound on 40,000 pounds of ground beef, whatever it was. And um, he agreed to do it. He's like, yeah, that's no problem. And you know, we obviously had a cheap deal. And so it was still good. And it worked out. And, you know, the rest is history. We grew our company and, um, you know, end up being a rather large company. We ended up buying a warehouse and all this good stuff and um, had some employees and had a truck and, you know, life was good. And we moved in this warehouse being young and stupid and not really planning out properly, but basing our hopes and dreams off of a few customers. And, you know, those customers disappeared and we came crashing down about three months later. And, you know, at, at that point, you know, we were both at each other's necks and everything. I mean, we're obviously still business partners today and, and, and best friends and, and life is good. But 
we went through the struggle and it was like, at that point, I'm like, I don't want to do food anymore. Well, you know, I kind of got my wish because we, we, uh, we had to close up shop. We had, you know, about a million dollars in inventory we had to sell and, and, and work out things with, with customers and, um, with vendors and all that good stuff, but, but basically fell flat on our face and, you know, it, it is what it is. Um, so from that though, from that though, um, we, we decided to do two things, you know, and, and we decided to, um, start the company back over and kind of grow back up and, 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 you know, reinvent ourselves and do it the right way. But, but also I had this nagging thing of, you know, is this what I want to do? Um, you know, is there something else I want to do? And I had this desire to kind of start my own business. You know, it's like, you know, obviously this is our business, but it just wasn't something that was driving me, fueling me. I didn't have a passion for it. You know, I was kind of frustrated with it and I wanted to do something else. So I wanted to start a company on my own. Um, and I, I got this idea, um, for Christmas, I had given my dad a, um, a subscription box or not a subscription box. I gave him a box. And it had some, you know, emergency gear in it, you know, because he, he was driving trucks at the time, um, you know, semi-retirement. And he was driving these big semis locally. And I'm like, hey, man, you know, in case you ever, you know, here's what it is. Got some emergency water and food and stuff like that. You put it in your trunk and if you ever need it. And um, well, it turns out we had that big snowpocalypse in, um, in Atlanta. And it was a good, you know, maybe quarter inch of a snow, hardly any snow, turned into ice. Everybody shut down. Thankfully, my whole family was sick with the flu, so we we're stuck at home. But my dad was stuck on the highway for about 18 hours. And you remember about halfway through, he's like, wait a minute, I got that box, which he kind of, you know, laughed at. But he's like, I got that box. And he went to the trunk. And that was only food and water that he had for 18 hours. He was stuck out there on the road. And his knees were bad, so he couldn't really walk anywhere. So he's like, yeah, you, you saved me, man. It was great. You know, I had that out there. It was great. I appreciate it. You know, it was really cool. And it got me an idea. And I'm like, well, what if I did a subscription box for survival gear? And, you know, we could do it like a monthly or bi-monthly subscription or something like that. And and, um, you know, how, how will that work? And so we created this company and I really did it with a desire of, of a seeing if I could do it, um, and B kind of teaching my kids how business works. So I really got them involved with it. Um, it was cool. Um, and, and so, so the, the whole goal of me doing this was to kind of branch out on my own and do something that I could, I could really kind of create, uh, something unique on my own. Um, you know, but when I got into it, I started putting all the pieces together. And, and the number one thing that draw that, that not drives me, but really holds me up is I have a very nasty internal dialogue. Um, so I get an idea. I get tons of ideas all the time. And my, my big struggle each each time I do this is reality setting in and the the, you know, jackass in the back of my head going to, you know, that's a lot of stuff to do. It's going to fail. What if it doesn't work? You know, you're going to fall on your face. You know, do, do you know how to do this? Maybe there's other businesses that are bigger that may take you over. You don't have the, the money. You don't have the clientele. So all those things start getting in my head and I'm like, oh, yeah, you're right. You know, but I decided to persevere and do it anyway. Um, you know, and, and just to see one, you know, can I make this happen? And two, you know, the, the, the fear was failing in front of my family, you know, showing my kids this and not being able to make it work. Um, you know, so, so it was a big struggle for me to overcome this and make it happen, but I was scared to death, you know? And I think what it turned out was when I got into it and I started putting every, all the pieces together and I started, you know, setting up stuff with vendors and the boxes and got that figured out. And, um, I realized a couple things. One, I didn't really know how to get the message out there. I didn't know anything about, you know, internet marketing. I didn't know anything about marketing itself. I didn't know anything about, you know, really getting the word out of anything, you know, right? And so 
that was a fear. And then also I, I had no money. So putting something together, a business, I really was borrowing. And really that's how the business model came about was I set it up to where I would, I would, you know, get subscribers each month. They would pay for everything by a certain time of the month. I had my subscribers locked in a cutoff date. I would take their money order the supplies, get it back, put the boxes together, ship it out by the end of the month and everybody's happy. And I was never overextended or even extended on money. I always paid everybody up front, all the vendors. So I had everything taken care of. Um, it was a pretty cool little little operation back and forth. And um, I got my kids involved by, you know, assisting with picking out products and putting the boxes together and shipping and all that kind of stuff. And they, they had a blast with it. We really enjoyed it. Did some shows, got featured in a few magazines. And, and that's, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself, but... That was the big struggle that I faced in here. So what I had to do is I kind of had to, to to reinvent the, the the way I did business before from the food company because it wasn't going to work the same. And so I started putting messages out there, and I started tweaking with it. And I was like, "What? what like my dad? What? What do people want? You know, what, what? What would what would make them pick up the you know the the or go to my website, click on it, and order a box? What would they do?" And I started figuring out that well, it was getting caught in that situation. The maybe. So it couldn't be too expensive to where they wouldn't pay for it. It was just enough to say, look, here's some supplies you're going to need, you're going to want, and you'll have it. And I, as I created that message, I did a little ad on Facebook. I think I spent $100, and I, I created a little website, and it was really crappy. And I, I put a, a, a sign-up page on the third page of this website. You had to click through three pages to get to the, the third page, which was, if you want information when this launches, put your information in here. And I had 200 people ready and waiting to go to buy this product, buy this subscription the day I launched. And I did it because I was like, well, I'm going to test this out and I'm going to, I'm going to speak to them in a normal person. Cause I don't know any other way. Um, I knew, you know, I, I knew what excited my dad about it. I knew how it helped him. And I kind of told that story and everything. And, and I started to realize when the, when the response hit and the people were responding to it and I had, you know, several hundred subscribers by the time I launched it, I was onto something. Um, so it kind of, kind of hit me in the head of like, this is, this is a great way to market. And so I started after that, I started researching and I'm like, I, I immersed myself in the study of messaging and marketing and, and how people reach out and how people communicate and how people, um, you know, not, not just in the business world, but just, you know, it, it, like as a coach, I'm a coach too. I coach youth across coaching and, and reaching parents. And talking to the kids and 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 how do you do that? How does that message come around? And what I realized, um, and this is where the the, the whole idea of the um, business consulting the, the that I do now, the marketing strategy has come to play. Is you know through all this, I was refining and testing and refining and retesting and using uh, the subscription box company to test out different ideas. Um, of messaging that worked and didn't work. And the cool part about it is I ran that company for three years. We made, you know, really good money. We had several hundred subscribers and I was featured in, like I said, two magazines, uh, Outside Magazine and Survivor's Edge. Um, and, and the cool part about it is I spent $100 an entire three years, $100 on marketing. That was it. And what I learned was you don't have to spend a ton of money on marketing. And, and nine times out of 10, 99% of the time, you're, you're wasting your money because it's not where you're marketing. It's not the media. It's the message. It's how we're relating to other people. And 
and I'll go into this in further detail in episodes and, and, and talk to you guys about how that works and doesn't work. But um, I, I realized my struggle was going to improve the second I, I stopped pitching what I had and started reaching people on a, on a, on a deeper level of how it was going to help them. Um, you know, it, it, it revolutionized the way I did business. Then it's revolutionized the way I do business now. And it's completely transformed, you know, not only everything for me, but it's, it's transformed everything for the clients that I work with to this day. Um, see there's a problem where 95% of the businesses out there fail within the first five years. And people say, well, it's not enough money. Well, yeah, it's not enough money, but that's not the problem. It's not that they didn't start with enough money. You know, I started with nothing. Twice, three times we've started with nothing and grown a business. You know, the, the, the food company is a multi-million dollar business to this day. We started with a borrowed shared credit card that we would have to pay off. It's not the amount of money you start with. It's the resourcefulness you have and the way you communicate to your people. And there's such an art to it. There's a science to it and understanding how that works will completely change your life. I promise you it's changed mine from personal to business all the way across the board. And it was such a liberating thing when I realized, man, all this time we've been struggling with these messages and everything else. And now, you know, we, we know it's, it's not, it's not, um, you know, I'm not pulling one over on somebody's eyes. I don't recommend that. I don't condone it. What I'm talking about is having a conversation with the the, the conversation they want to have. And that was the moment I realized everything was going to change in my business and my life. And so to this day, the systems that I teach, the, 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 the program that I have, you know, our marketing system, you know, it all revolves around that and layering the pieces on your business won't be the same almost immediately. So, you know, when, when people ask, you know, what, what's your background? What do you do? You know, that's, that's pretty much it. Um, and, you know, what I, what I look to do in here moving forward is, you know, have sort of a big um, topic that we'll talk about on Mondays and then little tiny segments throughout the week kind of breaking that down. Um, so that's the goal of what I want, you know, so that's, that's what I'm going to try and reach to you. Hopefully you guys like it. Um, I want your feedback on it. You can always reach me, Scott, at reachyourpinnacle.com. Um, this is, um, you know, this is the second episode we've run, so I'd love some feedback on it as well. But um, this is the experiment of Scott. This is what we talked about in the first episode. Um, not so much the exper experiment of me, but my experiment and experience through my life and what I've learned and how I can relate it to you guys. And I want to knock this out of the park for you. Um, we're going to go through and I podcast be damn whatever the hell they're supposed to be. I don't know what they're supposed to be. I just know what I want to do. And the best way for me to do that is to cover a big topic each week, break it down in smaller chunks throughout the rest of the week and deliver that to you. So you guys get something actionable. You're taking action on every day. So now, you know, the history, you know what I'm about, you know, we're going to go to, um, I'm going to go take some Advil cause I woke up with a, you know, nasty cold thing this morning. You probably hear it, but, um, Keep on rolling and we will see you guys tomorrow. This is Scott with the Experiment of Scott and we'll talk to you soon.